0: Welcome to Y11 Audio. I'm Alex Alvarado. Thank you for listening. This is Ypsilanti's College Football Podcast. You can read Ypsilanti's College Football Newsletter at ipsy11.com. It is game day. I wanted to get something out yesterday, Thursday, uh, but with the announcements coming kind of so late and then the George Gervin statue being unveiled at four o'clock at the time, four or five o'clock-ish, you know, I figured, you know, it's can't really do anything for Thursday. It's better to just hold everything for Friday, even though most of the listens for this episode will probably happen after the Howard game. Maybe, which is totally fine. You know, still wanted to get something out there. Still wanted to give you something to, you know, even though you might be listening on the way back from the game, even if you're not listening to this before, still want to give you something good to listen to, something that will still kind of hold up. Uh, and still just kind of keep up with recording a couple times a week as we are in week one for Reelsies. For the newsletter, I put out a survey two weeks ago uh, trying to get, you know, a feel for how Eastern fans slash readers feel about the upcoming season. You know, what are your win-loss predictions for the season? And on a scale of one to seven, what was your kind of confidence of each pick that you made whether it be for you know a loss did you feel not so confident in eastern getting a loss do you really think eastern's gonna dunk on somebody you would probably give them a seven in the win column pretty self-explanatory plus uh, some conference champion uh, picks as well Uh, looking at this and I'm not totally surprised given that it's an eastern sided website giving out the responses here or giving out the survey the responses are going to be towards the positive for Eastern's win loss record of course fans want to believe in a second jump as as hard as that is to realistically do in college football Eastern going from nine wins to what readers hope is an 11 and one record in 2023 which I'm all for. However, an 11 and 1 record would be crazy. Uh crazy good, the crazy in the positive. However, um is that really realistic? Is it? I mean, maybe. It, you know, it's it's got to happen once, right? Eastern going 11 and 1, the one loss to Minnesota, that was the popular one. The other one where fans you know, were not really picking, like, this is a slam dunk win, like the Akron game, you know, like the Kent State game, the Ball State game, Central Michigan, Jacksonville State, UMass, Howard. All of those are predicted to be slam dunks. Only, like, a ha- Western Michigan, too. Only, like, one or two people say that Eastern would lose in there. I had about 17, 18 entrants in there. The ones where it was closer to mm, I'm not so sure about it land that landed in the Toledo game and Buffalo still more wins and losses picked. However, mm, confidence, not all there. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of you picked EMU to go on to be MAC champions, of course, uh, some Toledo picks in there. Maybe a handful, and then a couple Ohio. Somebody picked Ball State to win it all. Somebody picked Ball State to win it all. That's uh, that's cool. I would hope so. Uh, not. I don't. I don't see why. But yeah, yeah, that's that's a fun pick. That's very bold of you, you know. But yeah, if you picked it, uh, yeah, you think you think Eastern's probably gonna do really really well this year. Uh, they they should. They should do well for themselves. They should play respectably. If there is a jump in talent that we're not seeing yet, I am excited to be surprised, but I am also poised enough to be let down in some areas. You know, there is a lot of things that can make a bad, like a really good situation, go bad really quickly. Whether it be an injury, whether it be just foul play, whether it be penalties, it's easy to look at situations as a positive from the fan perspective and not realize that it's not totally a positive just yet. So I feel good about a lot of aspects on this team. However, we still got to see how it all plays out over the course of 12 games, which I'm tired of, you know, leaning on that sort of language in the preseason when the game is today like literally in a few hours I'm very excited for it but I haven't seen a reason to believe in first year players essentially and there's more than you think two of the late announcements that happened on Thursday night I thought we were going to get them the day before but it's okay Tanner Canoe, he's going to be the deuce number two Joey Zielinski, he'll be the first one to wear number zero for the defense. That's going to be a rotating thing uh, that gets passed on from player to player. Coach's discretion got to be earned. The number two is obviously one of the highest honors, if not the highest honor at Eastern Michigan. You know, they take the culture, the leadership, goodwill in the community, all that stuff. They, they really, really value those things. Those are very, very important. Um, to be successful in Eastern Michigan, uh, the football will always speak for itself, of course. But in more ways than one, there are ways to be honored at Eastern, and it's really cool when there's uh, Tanner Canoe. He's the only returning starter in the wide receiver room. He's got great. He's got really good hands. He's not the biggest athlete in the world. He's not. He's not a natural at football. I mean. He in in a way he is but in a way he's not you know he didn't you hear of guys who didn't play until they were very very late in high school and sometimes will come away with scholarships. Danner Canoe had to walk on at Eastern with his friend Preston Hutchinson who was a scholarship quarterback from Mason, Ohio by 2020 you know his third season there Canoes He finally earned a scholarship getting into the receiving rotation while Preston Hutchinson was coming up into the starting role as the quarterback there. Uh, Canoe did well for himself there, stuck around even after Hutchinson left to Chattanooga, and has been a starter ever since. He stuck around. He he stood out in a room with Dylan Drummond and Hassan Badoon when they were both coming into their own. Badoon, also a former walk-on, who was just a regular, you know, regular student in 2019 when he walked on uh, Tanner Canoe. He was walk on out of high school PWO. but he didn't play until you know junior year of high school, I believe. Junior maybe senior year, he was mostly a basketball dude, and then he just you know just wanted to hang out with his friend more. Picked up at, you know, picked up football, and this is where it's gotten him. Uh, he's been a leader for the receiving room, of course, while guys have dipped out, especially after Darius Lasseter left. He was the only one left, only recognizable face left, I should say. Uh, he led the team in receiving touchdowns last year, poised to make more noise this year, should still make some acrobatic catches and uh, big plays for the quarterback. No, it doesn't matter who's throwing to him, Smith, one of the backups. A trick play. Doesn't matter. Canoe's going to be a viable option. Maybe he'll get into the punt returning game this year. Last year was headed by both Drummond and Badoon. You know, Canoe's name is a top of the list for the depth chart Uh with Elijah Jackson Anderson as well. I'm not really looking at it right now, but I think those are the top two. You know, let's see what he's got going on there. Obviously, number two, that is... Demarius Reed's old Jersey number who died 10 years ago. This is going to be the 10 year anniversary, uh, in the middle of October when that comes around, it'll be certainly an emotional time for people that remember it. People that really knew Reed well, people that really loved him, his family, of course, everybody in his community of Chicago. It's going to be a day of remembering, you know, the player that was in for Eastern Michigan football for the, you know, the program. It'll be a reflecting point of how he's been honored to this point. Look at the names of guys that have worn number two since then after it was brought back in 2017 to be worn again by Sergio Bailey when the parents of Demarius Reed hand gave Bailey the jersey. Blake Blake Bannum in 2018, former walk-on. He was given it then. Matthew Sexton, who's still trying to make it into the NFL right now. He's on his third NFL team right now uh, after... God, he's been in and out of the NFL so many times with the the Steelers, with the Chiefs. Now he's with Atlanta. He's on their practice squad. Uh, But he's made it out of the the USFL, the XFL, and the... uh, Oh God! What's the what's the indoor league, the spring league TSL? You know Sexton is one of the hardest working players I've ever seen out of Eastern Michigan, and that's saying a lot for <laughs> players that come through Eastern Michigan or football players in general. Tight ends Thomas Odo-Koye in twenty twenty, Bryson Cannon in twenty twenty one. They both got to wear number two. Then in twenty twenty two, they both got to wear number two. Then in twenty twenty two, that was that was a tough one. Hassan Badoon, like I said before, former walk-on, really out of the mud, Um, had a 1,000-yard season receiving, first since 1990-whatever, I think, 97. That was in 2021 he did that. But still, he ended up having a really good career. You know, all these guys in different ways were, you know, very worthy of the number two. Of course, Tanner is super experienced I'm not surprised that he received it at all given that like he's the only senior in the room but like also he's super worth it you know he could have graduated and moved on and done other things but he's decided to come back and pick you know a graduate student for one more year so hats off to him uh hats on hard hats on for Joey Zielinski uh wearing number zero he's gonna rock it uh at defensive end you know excited to see what happens there? You know, just generally excited to see whatever happens uh, for this team today. Now, I don't think I have to go too far down the rabbit holes here. Uh, I just want to keep this a little bit short, and I just want to talk about yesterday with George Girvin's statue being unveiled in front of Eastern Michigan's Convocation Center. Oh, oh, did I say a naughty? In front of the George Girvin Game Above Center. Yes, I'm old. Sorry. You're going to catch me saying Complication Center a lot. But in front of the George Gervin Center is the George Gervin statue. Rightfully so. One of the best to ever do it. Uh, he didn't actually get his Iceman nickname until after college, but still the Iceman is engraved in front of the center. And it's, it's, it's super cool looking. I'm excited for everybody to who's going to go into tailgate for the first game of the year to take pictures with Uh, the George Gervin statue. It's going to be awesome. Uh, It was great seeing him yesterday. Great meeting him. You know, only got to ask him a few questions, which you'll hear in a little bit. Um, I'm really happy that he is alive to see this. And he made that very clear that he's also very happy to be alive during this time. But, you know, it's very true. Like We, as a society, have a problem of having these honors be given out or erected way too late, you know, sometimes after these people die, you know, when they're worth it, they should be alive to be loved like this. And George Gervin is very, very worthy of being loved like this. And so generally, I'm just really happy for him. He'll have uh, a new documentary, quote unquote, documentary. I don't know how much of a creative say he'll have as, you know, how much of a creative say he'll have in, in all this. That's where I kind of roll my eyes at using the word documentary because it doesn't really mean the same anymore, but I digress. Let's wrap this up with some questions that George Gervin took after the unveiling of his statue.
1: Okay. wow. Wow.
0: Question: Obviously, but what is today, maybe to in fewer words? Obviously, this is a huge, huge moment. Here. You're the first athletic statue that we've seen outside of the structure. This isn't the first time you've been memorialized here in a certain way, but today, for this moment, what's going through your head? What's going through your heart?
1: I mean, you know, I'm thankfulness. You know, you can't help but be humble that a university would, you know, create an opportunity to have one of the best sculpture then to create a sculpture for you. I mean, you know, everything, you know, uh, that happens, you know, it, it brings tears to my eyes, you know, that this university would feel that way about me to let me represent them like this. So I'm very thankful.
0: When future athletes, future students come to turn the and they see the statue structure. What do you hope comes to their heads? What do you hope comes to their minds when they see
1: well, you know, being a sports player, you know, I would hope they would look at basketball or some type of sport to be a part of this university. But education, that's what I would hope, you know, uh, this is a good platform. Um, you know, we got now one of the best cybersecurity programs here at Eastern Michigan. Um, you know, we got a lot to offer. So it's more than just sports and I hope they would be able to see through just the sports aspect of it.
0: Looking at Eastern Community as a whole, again, how you were honored and hopefully more you know, alumni are, you know, are honored in a similar fashion if they aren't, right? What do you hope is the next steps for Eastern Michigan to highlight the best that happened?
1: to create the reputation of being one of the best schools, not just in Michigan, around the country. You know, um, that's what I know their goal is. Um, We all know that colleges are struggling, but Eastern Michigan is on the upward swing with a lot of support, and Game Above is a big part of that, and prayerfully with the opportunity they give me to represent them, that it can also bring attention to Eastern Michigan, to be a part of this program. Of course, when people think of you as an
0: athlete, they think of many things. One, you're a sport, but two things I want to focus on. You are iconic for the finger roll, and you're iconic for your nickname. But what's more iconic? Was it the finger roll that you did, or was it the nickname that you were
1: granted? Well, you know, I'm recognized by both of them. But I think once people get a chance to know me, they'll know my passion for other people. And that's what I want to be recognized for is, you know, passion for our fellow brothers and sisters, man. I think that's what's most important, man. Um, Because in the end, that's what really brings you true happiness when you can help somebody else. You said you
0: saw pictures of it. You said through the through the process of making this, but what was it like to see it in person, in the sunshine, out in front of the arena?
1: Man, you know, I mean, it's emotional. I mean, what I'm doing, I'm known for that shot. The purpose, you know, is they appreciate me. Um, you know, a lot go through your mind, you know, and it's all good, you know. And I want to be a part, you know, of this university to help draw attention to it. You know, I I accept you know that responsibility and I'll do whatever I can to make it a better place.
0: Not a lot of people get a statue and then not a lot of people get a statue and get to see it while they're still here. When you got the call that they were going to do this, obviously
1: you got the arena. When you get the call of the statue, what was it? Well, it's saying like with the arena, I didn't know. You know, they they put it on me when I was in the arena, you know. I mean, it was an unbelievable surprise, and and I was very thankful and humbled by it. And same with the statue. I mean, um, you know, I'd seen pictures of it, but you know, that pictures is one thing, but being able to see the the statue itself, I mean, it's wow, man. I mean, uh, I'm human, you oh, know. We'll, well, I mean it. It look more like me then than now (laughs) you know I mean I look at it and stuff you know it remind me when I was that size you know I mean it was a long time ago but it brings you know joy to me I mean because that's the size I played pretty much my whole career you know um, but to look at myself now and, and, and and see how far time has went by and I have a statue now at a beautiful university that I can see and the world can see. Come on, man. It ain't nothing like it. It's I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the acknowledgement. Can you comprehend that this thing
0: can be here forever?
1: Wow. I know I ain't. So how beautiful is that? You know, I mean, again, I go back to the university. You know, I mean, I, it, I'm going to be here a long time if I'm not here physically or I'm not here in life, you know, because, um, you know, tomorrow anything can happen to any of us, you know. But with that type of love that they shown me, wow, y'all, you know, I, you know, my mom raised me one way is treat people like you want to be treated and you don't have very many issues. That for me carried me through my life, you know, Uh, so I appreciate people, you know, Um, this atmosphere now is creating a environment for us to recruit, you know, because this is a great university to be at, you know, Um, when I was here back in the 70s, we were putting out a lot of teachers, you know, time had went by now with the creating of this cyber security, we know the world is going where? into a world we don't have really that much understanding in. To be able to, you know, create an opportunity and a, a team to be able to fight or protect in that new world, come on, man. I, that's hard to beat, man. I mean, and, and we're going to be one of the best in the country. And the reason why I say that because I know who's helped facilitating it. And he all about... Being the best, you know, and that's uh, again, game above.
0: George,
1: good partnership.
0: You still love the game of basketball as you did? I do. I
1: love it. I I, yeah, I love it in a, in a sense to where what it done for me. You know, um, I look at guys playing today, man. Especially when I'm at the game, I can't believe I ran up and down the court like that. You know, that's how far away I'm from the game now. But I enjoy it. I mean, I enjoy seeing guys. Um, You know, be able to have opportunities to make money, you know, to be able to maybe do like I do. You know, create 501c3s to create programs for somebody else. That's the part I love. So, again, like I didn't talk about basketball. That aspect of my life ain't important. I like to talk to a basketball player because I think I can give him some wisdom and understanding of the direction that you could go to help somebody else that's what that's what I enjoy in my life you know I mean I really do man I I got a beautiful charter school in in San Antonio had it for 30 years K to 12 we're an A school you know so it works you know I went in Phoenix you know that we are bringing up the grade level so I'm all about education and look at me now I'm at an educational facility man with with a beautiful statue man so I'm thankful I really am.